Hey, just Antoine here. Welcome to What's Your It? Let's Talk About It podcast. And today I just wanted to talk about growing up in the hood. Um, I'm from Chicago, Illinois, and I grew up on the south side of Chicago and had a wonderful experience growing up on the south side, right? Had some challenges, but um, overall, I had a great childhood. So I, I heads off to my mom and my, my dad and um, them just being who they are. And they're still rocking with me. I appreciate that. They, they um, are a blessing to me. And I thank God for them. My grandmothers have transitioned to uh, another place, an eternal place, and I, I'm grateful for them and what they instilled in me and, you know, some host of others. So I, what's your it? Let's talk about it. It's really about taboo topics that people don't really want to talk about. And I want to bring people on this platform just to talk about what what's that dirt that burning thing in your heart that you want to talk about and you may not have any other platform to release it, right? And so today I wanted to talk about growing up in the hood and its advantages and disadvantages. I um, recently read a book called Black Labor, White Wealth by Dr. Claude Anderson. And it really changed my perspective. So in, on the south side of Chicago and where I grew up, there were very limited amount of other races around me. Okay. So particularly it was all black and we had a few teachers that came in and taught us that was another race. And we had some Hispanics, not in my neighborhood, but uh, my aunt's neighborhood had some Hispanics in it and a few whites, but I, I really didn't have any dealings with those them. And so um, all I knew was the South side of Chicago. And I knew the streets that I frequent like the back of my hand. And I was so sheltered from the world and what was really going on, but I did have a teacher and I want to talk about her real quick. And her name was Miss Hopper and it was in the fourth grade and Miss Hopper, she, we were talking about, um, we were talking about Martin Luther King Jr. And for some reason, I felt that she pointed to me in that class and said, you can change the world just like Martin Luther King Jr. And she pointed at me. She point, I don't know if she pointed at anybody else in the class, but I remember her pointing at me and saying, Antoine, you can change the world as Martin Luther King did. And so that has stuck with me. And what, in the fourth grade, I was probably eight, nine, eight going on nine, uh, nine going on 10. It depends. Uh, and so I remember I'm 52 now. So 
it was over 40 years ago that she said this and it still resonates with me today and so um that was one thing that i i took away from the hood was that we had teachers that went the extra mile to make you stand out and be important and then there were other uh i remember <clears throat> as a as a kindergartner first grader one of the cafeteria workers she had a vacation bible school and i remember running down the street trying to be on time for this vacation bible school uh and she held it in the parking lot of the school and i lived right around the corner uh from the school so uh i remember that and she made a positive input in my life about god and um uh, Later on, after I got saved uh, in, in my mid-20s, I went back and I told her, I said, the seed that you planted has come to fruition. And because of what you did, God has saved my soul now. And, and so she was still working in the cafeteria. I actually uh, saw her in the cafeteria. That's where I caught up with her. And I was able to tell her um, her contribution um, made a difference. And so, you know, it wasn't all bad in the hood, right? <laughs> and um, I had some great experiences, but I did have some not so good experiences as well. You know, got jumped on a couple of times by gang members and, you know, had to run for my life sometimes, um, getting shot at and things of that nature, trying to be a wannabe gangbanger and, and things of that nature. Uh, but in all in all, I had a lovely childhood, but I was so ignorant of the world around me. Even though I got to travel some with my parents and we had family reunions, different places in, in different states, which were fun and great experiences, but I really didn't know um, anything other than my culture. And so those that are can get exposed to young other cultures and other things other than your neighborhood while growing up is such a big benefit. I tell young people today that, hey, if you get a chance to travel, travel as much as possible so that you can get different experience, but make sure it's with the right people, right? Make sure that when you're traveling, you're with the right people. Uh, hey there, uh, Grabian. Uh, hello. Uh, so we're talking about what you're in. Let's talk about it. <clears throat> and I'm just sharing with some things that went on in my neighborhood. And so, um, I had an opportunity. I wasn't raised in church, but I had an opportunity to go to church and uh, I got baptized. And at a young age, I don't know, one of my um, friends invited me to church and I ended up getting baptized. I was probably about eight or nine, maybe 10 years old when that happened. And so that was a, a good experience. But that was my only really experience in, until I became a teenager. And then when I became a teenager, I went, I, my cousin 
he joined church and he invited me to church. And I became part of the church and got saved um, for the first time. And it was a it was a it was a change. I mean, this church that we were a part of was called a holiness church and we couldn't wear short sleeve. I got a short sleeve shirt on now. I'm in the greater Houston area and uh, we couldn't wear short sleeve shirts. Everything was, you know, you can't watch TV. You can't do this. You can't do that. And, you know, I probably stayed saved for about two months. My cousin backslid and then I backslid and then ended up uh, really going south. Right. I started drinking and smoking and doing a bunch of things that I I joined a gang uh, doing a bunch of things that I shouldn't do. And um, I just started making bad decisions. Ended up ended up going to college. I went to college. I, I got out of the hood and I went to college. And let me tell you, the reason why I went to college is because um, I... The reason why I went to college, I had a, vi- a vision, a dream. In the dream, in the dream, I was smoking a blunt, standing on 93rd Street on the corner. And I said, hey, I was 18 at the time. I said, you know what? I'm not going to spend the next, what, that would have been like 13 years, 14 years doing the same thing. Because I was... Uh, that's what I did. I smoked weed and I, I drank alcohol. And so I wasn't going to spend the next 14 years, 15 years in that neighborhood doing the same thing. And so I was already accepted in um, to Iowa State. And I said, you know what? Let me get out of here. Let me go to Iowa State and and see what it's all about, this college stuff. Because my my parents, I was the first one. And my generation and the generations before me to go to college um, of the family that I knew from my immediate family and um, my mom's brothers and sisters and things of that nature. So um, I had that opportunity and I took advantage of it because I was scared to be in that neighborhood doing the same thing 14, 15 years later. And so. um when I got out of the hood and went to Iowa State, it was a culture shock, right? Because now I'm in a 97, 6, 96% uh, Caucasian university. And it was, oh, a culture shock for real. But I I uh, had an opportunity to meet some good friends uh, or associates. And we hung out really tough. We smoked and drank together. And um, they were of, uh, they were white, and and so I say I had the best of both worlds because I hung with the blacks and I hung with the whites. Uh, a lot of blacks didn't hang with whites; they just hung with their their own, and vice versa, right? And so, um, but I had an opportunity to hang with both, and just had a really really good time learning their culture learning about them, um, went hiking and hunting. Not, I didn't go hunting with them, but I did go hiking, went fishing, went kayaking, uh, smoked a lot of ganja <laughs> with them and did some partying with them and just had a good time. 
Um, so God really gave me an experience of a lifetime. And then I was able to see black on black crime. I didn't know black on black crime existed until I went to Iowa State. And when I went to Iowa State, then I was able to look back and say, man, we killing each other. We hurting each other. You know, all this gang rivalry and and this, that and the other, you know, that that's for the birds. And so um, I decided to uh, from that point on, not to allow gang affiliation to hinder my relationship. And I never really did because my best friends in high school, they were of the opposite gang. So, um, but I, I really was able to see it for what it was. And I also um, had some old English 800, which was some malt liquor. And the malt liquor that I had at Iowa State wasn't the same potency that it was in my neighborhood. And I said, wow, they selling us some something different. And it was less potent. It didn't really, uh, to get drunk, I had to drink a couple of them. Um, but in the hood, I drink one and I'm, I'm almost sloppy, right? And so I was like, man, they're doing something different in our neighborhoods. They're, this is a different uh, standard that they have. And so you know, as as I grew and learned more, I uh, realized that America is it, it has a double standard. OK, and. I really want to make a difference and really show people that, hey, you don't have to live that way. You don't have to think that way. And, and on both sides of the spectrum, you know, I had some white people come up to me and want to rub my skin and and see if my blackness will rub off on them or or things like that and just you know some of the whites never saw blacks in real life um in iowa you know and and so um <clears throat> i was there to show them a difference um than what they see on social media not it wasn't social media at that time but or in the media you know and and dispose some of the thoughts that they had about African-Americans um, in there. So uh, I enjoyed doing that. I enjoyed um, being with them and having fun and learning their culture and then and sharing my culture with them as well. And so it was a, just a beautiful time. But we have to do something as a as as a nation to really combat the stereotypical um ways that we feel about each other, how we approach each other, um, the taboos we have, you know, homosexuality and, and gay and lesbian stuff. I want to talk about that on this show. I want to talk about, you know, if you were raised with two dads, how did that feel? How did that affect you or two moms? I want to talk about that on this show. I want to talk about whatever is burning on your heart that you want to talk about. That's what I want to hear. And I want to eliminate a lot of the ignorance that we operate in as a as a nation and just to get the point of view of of people so uh listen out for more i'm just antoine what's your it let's talk about it we'll see you at the top bye for now